Welcome to St. Augustine this evening. It is Thursday, February the 8th. We're glad you're with us. The Mike Davis Show. And we asked everyone to be on the show today. Every single person, <laughs> even people that Joe Biden shook hands with or died a long time ago, we asked to be on the show. And none of them showed up. Well, that so breaks. So I'm grateful that the smartest woman on the 904 Now Network is here with me. Also the only woman. I was giving you the opportunity to say that. So we're very glad that you're here. It has been a crazy week it has been. for guests and sickness and all kinds of other things. But we yeah. are glad you guys are with us. And Yay. we're going to have a fun show and probably talk about Amanda's favorite subject, the Taylor Swift Bowl. Okay. First inaugural Taylor Swift Bowl is being held this weekend. Two teams are playing in honor of Taylor Swift. Is this weekend? This weekend, Hi. Sunday. Okay. All of you fans of Taylor Swift, that... Thing that happens when Taylor Swift shows up at a football stadium is going to go on this weekend. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's make some money, though. Uh, Adair Kresge and Associates, they're a full-service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top levels of service in the areas of tax compliance, planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts. They also do audits and reviews and other accounting services. They can do a business valuation, forensic analysis, and litigation support. You can call them at 904-460-0747 or online at abearkreskycpa.com. They're great folks. Uh, and opening their doors in 2008, the Casey Agency. Brightway Insurance has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hails, and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship, and honesty and integrity are the pillars of their core values, says owner Ashley Casey. We pride ourselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help our clients meet their insurance needs. You need insurance. Trust me, in this crazy market, you need insurance. Brightway Insurance, give them a call. Go see them. They're amazing folks. They insure this show, which tells you how much risk they're willing to take. <laughs> And SolarStick, established in 2006, they're a local portable power company, proudly committed to Amer American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. SolarStick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. SolarStick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing right here in the nation's oldest city and saving this show yesterday. Yes. Solar Stick saved this show yesterday. Absolutely. 100%. Steph, thank you very much. Thank you, Steph. And Bozard Ford Lincoln in St. Augustine. Their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard is a family-owned Ford dealership that has been in business here in St. Augustine since 1949. And Bozard Ford has been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the nation by Dealer Raider. Bozard Ford has also won back-to-back -back President's Awards, which is the highest honor given by Ford Motor Company to their dealers. Check them out online today at BozardFord.com, or better yet, go see Bo, Letty, and all their amazing staff. They'll help you find that newer used car you're looking for. And then when you're done, go get lunch at Ford's Garage. And pick out the Jiffy Burger. I hear it's the only burger they're serving this month, the Jiffy Burger. In, honor, in honor of the Florida Man Games, it's only Jiffy Burgers. Yes, only. Only Jiffy Much Burgers. Much better than the Iffy Burgers. We've heard that. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. And then Davey left a message for us. The Women's Exchange of St. Augustine, a great group. They have the Knights of Vice. Are you hosting this? No. The Knights of Vice. Why would I host? I am offended. You grew up in the panhandle. I hear it's a very 
amazing place. I grew up in Niceville. Mm. We were nice, uh-huh. not vice-ridden. Yeah. Hiding under the name. Cajun Buffet, Open Bar, Silent Auction, Casino, Brass Band, and a King and a Queen. I have jokes there, but I'm going to let them go. February the 13th, uh, 6 to 9.30 p.m. at the Pina Peck Garden, which is a really great place to do these things. You can go to dinnerinthegarden.staugustine at gmail.com, and it's S-T-A-U-G-U-S-T-I-N-E. You don't have to put a dot in the St. Augustine, but dinner in the garden dot St. Augustine at gmail.com. You can get tickets and tips for kids is March the 5th. There's going to be all kinds of great locations around here. Um, so if you want to go help uh, big brothers and big sisters of St. John's County, go out, have a great meal, have some celebrity waiters and waitresses wait on you. Also today is the Fort Mose jazz and blues series. Yes. I know that because Jackie Hurd gave me a calendar with all kinds of amazing things in it, and I plan on reading it every single Mm -hmm. day. And if you want one of those calendars, Mm -hmm. check out staugustinephotographs.com. The website looks like this. I'll drop it down in the chat, and you can order it right there. And there's nothing tomorrow on the 9th. There's something called a Chinese New Year on the 10th. And then uh, something I'll, called. <laughs> I know. As other actual news. I've never been invited to it, so I'm not sure it actually happens, but okay. I've seen it on calendar. It's like Boxing Day. I've never seen that either. <laughs> Super Bowl is on Sunday. You're very American. Uh, I am very American. <laughs> very American. Uh, Super Bowl is on Sunday. Uh, it is also. Um, Taylor Swift Day, um, the International Day of Women and Girls in Science. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it be the International uh, Day of Women and Girls in Music to honor Taylor Swift? They should change that. Davey, get on that and fix so that. Offended. Davey, fix that. <laughs> He's so offended, y'all. Davey, fix that. You should straighten that out. It's the only way to get that done. Because, Davey, you're in control of national Dave, holidays. Davey's in charge of national holidays. I heard that. <laughs> I think Troy told me that right after I got called something very interesting today. You were called something. I think it's a compliment personally. Because? Because I think that it's... What was I called, first of all, on the morning show? Well, put it in the comments if you guys know what was called on this morning. Someone let me know what derogatory things mm-hmm. may or may not have been said about me this morning on the morning show. I don't think it's derogatory. Show. It's classic. It's the basis for all other flavors. Was it Blake? Was Blake the one who said it? No. Mm-hmm. I, I know it wasn't Davey. Davey's too nice a guy to say mean things about people. Except for you when you're not here. Well, that's that tracks. <laughs> Davey doesn't say anything that. mean about anybody. He's absolutely amazing. So, Davey is amazing. Yes. Um, so you are called Vanilla Ice Cream. Okay, as long as I wasn't called Vanilla Ice because that really would have been an insult. Ice, ice baby. Uh, yeah, I think that vanilla ice cream isn't a, I don't think that's a diss necessarily if you think of I vanilla. love vanilla ice cream. I mean, what kind of ice cream are you having with cake mm-hmm. and pie? Yes. It's almost always vanilla because it pairs well with everything. It's the foundation for all other more complicated flavors. So good solid backbone in the ice cream community. I think vanilla is a compliment. Although you're a little too tan for vanilla. I'm more vanilla than you are. I'm toasted vanilla. <laughs> toasted toasted vanilla. vanilla. So you All know right. where vanilla came from? It's a tree. Uh, it's a bean pod from Madagascar. No, oh, it is not. Too close. Mexico. So from the Yucatan Peninsula. 
Okay. So uh, I think the Mayans, the Olmecs, and then eventually the Aztecs uh, had it. Um, but it is a uh, Mesoamerican thing. It was found by the Spanish when they got over here. So it's Amer- it's American thing, just South American okay. or Central American. But it is from the New World, mm-hmm. and it was prized for all kinds of things. Uh, they used to make a drink out of it, mixing it with um, cocoa. Wow. Making essentially the first hot cocoa with vanilla and and. Uh, cocoa beans. Madagascar also produces vanilla beans. I think it's a recent find out. Look at history of vanilla and you will find okay. out where it came from. All right. I'll I'm just, a, and I don't mind being vanilla. I think it's a great flavor. <laughs> it really truly is. But you're right. right. As much as I surf. Yeah. And Bobby, uh, chocolate is a great flavor as well, but Troy is not cool enough to be chocolate. You got to be cool to be chocolate and Troy's not. So let us know what flavor. You guys think Troy would be if he were an ice cream. Yeah. I have my idea. I have one, too. I have one. And then we're going to find out about Davey and Amanda as ice cream flavors. Ooh. Well, we dropped it in the chat while we thought Uh, we self-diagnosed. We've already had our own little chat going on here, so I would love to know. You don't want to know where it really comes from. I do. I actually do. Amanda's looking it up right now. Okay, that's a myth. She's she's an... She's alluding to a myth. Ah. So, um, is it beavers? There's an anal gland secretion. I believe it's from beavers. Okay. That is used in some candles and it smells like vanilla. And so there became a myth that. Well, thank God it didn't smell like Gwyneth Paltrow. Imitation. (laughs) That might also smell like vanilla. <laughs> Who knows? Just, keep <laughs> up, people. Keep up. Lot. Keep up today. Uh, so that's uh, that's a myth. It's it's not in any food products that are vanilla flavored. Um, it's in non-consumable vanilla scented things. It's not. It's not the actual from, edible vanilla. Yes. Edible vanilla. Those poor beavers. What test were they running on them to find out this? I don't. I don't want to ask. What beaver did something wrong that they're like? We need to check out this gland. Yeah, that's just not cool. Well, I mean, if you've had enough dogs, you know that anal glands sometimes have to. They need a little help with that. So they might have had a beaver in captivity that was boot scooting across the carpet. I, I Again, too much information from Amanda today. I was a vet tech, so I've no. had to express lots of anal glands. No, because no. I, I don't need to know where that... Booty scooting across carpets. No, you don't need to know that. All right, um, where did vanilla come from, though? Came um, from came from my. We got it, distracted. It's, it's, I know it's Mesoamerican. It's native of South and Central America See. and the Caribbean. Not the Madagascar. People, and the first people to have cultivated it seem to have been the Totonacs of Mexico's east coast. Okay. Aztecs require acquired vanilla when they conquered the Totonacs. Which means the, the Totonacs no longer century. live because that's what the Aztecs. Yeah, do. the Aztecs. Yeah, the, the, they're gone. Vanilla is the only thing left over from them. It was a culture that believed that blood appeased the gods and allowed the sun to rise. So lots and lots and lots of murder. Because um, there were lots sacrifice. and lots and lots of sunrises under the Aztecs. Yes. So that's real unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, the Aztecs acquired it from the Totonacs in the 15th century. See, I feel better already. You got it. It's an American thing. Oh, you've so, got one on the board for trivia then. 
Uh, I do have one on the board for trivia. <laughs> I do. I'm 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 winning. So we may or may not have Blake here in trivia. Blake nice, is working Bobby. very very hard. <laughs> I'm expressing myself today. Ah. <laughs> oh, there's smells something. like vanilla in here. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it come? Why did it come? You know why? Because seven other people said no. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm here. Uh, yeah. Seven other people said no, and you yeah. couldn't because you get paid to be I'm here. Contractually obligated. You contractually obligated. And your wife saw me speak this morning, so I couldn't lie. The <laughs> vanilla story took up almost an entire Storydom show one morning. Which is why I, I did research, and I just Man. because I love vanilla fragranced things yes. and vanilla flavored things, and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't essentially licking a beaver butthole. All right, so what I need to know is what flavor of ice cream is Troy Blevins? I'll give you mine. All right, what do you No got? one's putting it in no the box. You guys are all, nobody Come wants on, to y'all. diss on Troy. The flavor that Troy would be. Pick Troy's flavor. Mine yep. is pistachio. Okay. Because he's slightly cracked. All right. He's always festively colored. Yes. And he's a little bit nutty. See, I have him as Rocky Road. Yeah. Because if if you know Troy, <laughs> Barbara Jean said pistachio. If too. <laughs> you know Troy, it's a rocky road. <laughs> if you're friends with Troy, it's a rocky road. There's ups, there's downs, there's bumps along the way. If you talk politics with Troy, there's it's a hot, rocky there's road. highs and there's so it's rocky road. He's just rocky road. Okay. That's what he is. All right. What's Pete? What ice cream flavor would Pete be? Mm. I have I have one because he's the yeah. Florida Man Games guy. Okay. Orange sherbet. Orange sherbet. Well, that's not ice cream. It's the only orange. Be- it's the only orange color I could come up with as an ice cream. Orange creamsicle. Okay. Well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that. Um, I was gonna say salted caramel because he's sweet but a little salty, and it matches the color of his head. Salted caramel. Uh huh. For Pete Melfi. Yep. Eh, that's that's not bad. No. That's not, I'm trying to think what else Pete could be. <laughs> I really, truly am. Yeah. Anyway, I remind me later. Pete has joined forces with Pita, not to oh, be no. can, not to be confused with Pete's Spanish name. Oh no, Pita. But he has joined forces with them. I have a whole story on it that I need. Oh, no. I need to go bring up. It's it's a very interesting. I have, I have thoughts on Pita that might not. Well, well you worked people. in an organization that Pita wasn't very proud of. Yeah. Uh, not fond of. of did I'm not, not fond like. of Peta. No, so. did not like. Uh, yeah. We're convinced that you're probably not a good person. As a woman who believes in female empowerment, I don't appreciate their marketing plan either. Yes. Uh, what is their marketing plan? I go naked to save animals. Uh, I don't know. No. Let's keep all that. Let's keep the clothes on. Let's keep word. the clothes on. Save the animals. Keep the clothes on. Can we can we try female empowerment without being naked? Because I feel like that's the boys winning, like the boys tricking girls into thinking like female empowerment means that you can go naked and be totally proud. Like, oh, so we're giving the boys exactly what they want. We're mm-hmm. giving away everything for free. I would really appreciate that to not be the case. So I found the story the other day. Mm-hmm. On Pita. Oh no! Seems that Pita has joined forces with Pete Melfi. 
They'll be coming soon to a, a committee meeting, hearing meeting in St. Augustine. Oh, great. Because PETA is targeting a Kansas merry-go-round maker over animal-themed carousels. Because that's what's really going to help animals in the world. Yes. Now, uh, Attacking carousels is going to improve the lives of animals. I, I think Bobby's got this wrong. Driving to Troy's house is a rocky road. No, I think that's more swimming. To tr- swimming to Troy's house. <laughs> it will be underwater at some point in time. No, um, PETA is targeting a Kansas merry-go-round maker over animal-themed carousels. Mm. Urge the largest amusement ride manufacturer in Kansas to end their production and sale of animal-themed carousels. What are you going to do? You know what a, a carousel a- maker should make? They should make a Halloween-themed carousel with all slaughtered animals. No, that's even worse. And they could call it the PETA. No. <laughs> Children learn through play and teaching them to have PETA respect so and compassion for all living, feeling beings to help create a more. I hate PETA. What are you going to ride around in a circle if you're not riding a horse? What are you going to ride? You can't ride any animals, according to PETA. If you were to ride human beings, that would be horrible. What are you going to ride? That would, I mean, they wouldn't even want cars because those are fossil fuel. I swear, I really honestly think that Pete Melfi is behind this entire thing. He gave them this idea because he's such a carousel hater. What are we supposed to do? Put a bunch of eggplants on merry-go-rounds and let kids ride those? That seems inappropriate too, thanks to emojis. Well, you can't. I, I'm trying to figure out what else you would use for a device that goes around in a circle that kids ride up and down. I, I'm trying to figure out what it would be. All this comes back to is they're all about PR mm-hmm. and not actually about anything that improves the lives of animals. Yeah. And just ask the hundreds of thousands of animals that they euthanize every year at their rescues. Mm. Spoken by the woman who kept whales in captivity. I didn't keep them there. I just treated them while they were cared for them while they were there. You were a part of the process. Yes, that's what they say. <laughs> People have literally told me I was part of, I profited off the pain of animals. Let me tell you, I had to work seven days a week in two jobs in order to pay my bills and still get help from my parents when I worked in that job. I did not profit on anything. Back to our ice cream question of the day. Uh What ice cream flavor would you be? Um, So the... I hate Ben and Jerry's, so I'm going to go with the one that's not Ben and Jerry's, and that would be Moose Tracks. And Davey also claimed to be Moose Tracks. Now, now Davey's, Davey's, My, a, Davey's a very happy person. Davey's birthday cake. Davey's birthday Davey cake. Davey is birthday. Every day is like a birthday with Davey. He's excited about everything. Birthday I cake ice cream. don't 100%. like birthday cake ice cream, <laughs> but I love Davey. Yes. <laughs> See? Birthday cake. Davey's birthday cake. My favorite That's the happiest ice cream is peanut butter cup moose tracks, not the brownie one. Peanut butter. Oh, of course. You got to change it to make it something special. There's two different kinds because of moose tracks. Because you're special. So I specify. I'm very Why specific. is there two different types of moose tracks? One wasn't enough? Because moose tracks is delicious. Mm. It's vanilla ice cream Mm-mm. with fudge swirls. And it either has peanut butter cups or brownie pieces in it. And you prefer the peanut butter cups mm-hmm. to the brownie pieces? I do. I had a, It depends. I've had peanut butter cups in ice cream. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just 
I like frozen peanut butter cups, but sometimes an ice cream, it just doesn't taste the same. So what's good about Moose Tracks ice cream is that they're not, I don't mm-hmm. know what voodoo they put on those uh, peanut butter cups, but they're not like hard, crack your teeth kind of frozen. Okay. So they're, as you're eating the ice cream, mm-hmm. it's still soft enough to be enjoyable. All right. But it's got a little bit of texture to it. Okay. So it's delicious. We got you, we got <laughs> Publix Davies. Moose Tracks peanut butter what, cup ice cream. What ice cream is clay? Ooh. What okay. ice cream is clay? Clay's got to be something super chill and super cold. Yeah. And really cool. So what What? What would he... Buttered what? rum. <laughs> That's not bad. Because <laughs> it's smooth, because it's butter. Yeah. But it's also chill, because it's mm-hmm. got rum. I might have, that might actually be clay. Yeah. Actually I think I'm clay. nailing these. Huh? <laughs> I think I'm nailing I, these. You're doing better than me. <laughs> I was like completely lost trying to figure out clay. I was, you know... What about Blake? Blake, hmm. I might know too many ice cream flavors, y'all. I think that's what we're discovering. What do we got for Blake? Um, let's see. What do we have for Blake? I mean, he's hardworking. He's intelligent. Uh-huh. Kind of no nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chocolate chip? Cookie dough? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm-hmm. He can do that. Yeah. Because his dad is Rocky Road, so there's a little bit of that yeah. in there. So, yeah. But he doesn't like chocolate, so he can't give him chocolate. Yep. Um, so that, uh, that rolls out cookies and cream. Hmm? Susan, yes, Davy has sprinkles on top. Well, birthday cake would have sprinkles. Birth- I, I know, but Davy It has sprinkles inside he, it. <laughs> he has that. He has chocolate sauce and cherries on top. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. New mm. York cheesecake. A non-chocolate, no-nonsense... I mean, if his dad's pistachio, he could be pecan. He could be. We'll have to ask him when he comes in what ice cream he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he has an ice cream flavor, what ice cream flavor all would right. he be? Yeah, Davey has all the toppings, not just one or two. Yes. He has them all. All of them. Because he's just super cool. Banana split, man. Yep. I like so what ice cream flavor would you want to be? Vanilla's fine. Vanilla's fine. <laughs> Vanilla's fine. Chocolate chip is great. That's funny. Chocolate chocolate chip is the best. Mm-hmm. Haagen-Dazs has a chocolate, chocolate chip ice cream that yeah. if you start eating it, I the whole tub is gone. It's just so good. I'm thinking. So good. I just Googled ice cream flavors. Yes. Um, Davey could either be. Coffee. He could be coffee. He could be coffee. Yes. He could be black raspberry. Oh, that's a good one. Goes with his hair. Mm-hmm. And it's a little more serious than all these like. Candy flavors. Yeah. Does he drink coffee? I don't know. I've never seen I, I've him never asked coffee. him. Yeah. I'm going with black raspberry. Black raspberry. Mm-hmm. What about banana? We got anybody that would be banana? I'm allergic to banana. Are, you're allergic to banana ice cream? Mm-hmm. I'm allergic to bananas, so, so I don't no try banana daiquiris either? No. Yeah, banana ice cream. That used to be one of the homemade. When we did homemade ice cream as a kid, my grandparents, my parents... Banana ice cream was always one of the flavors. Man, that was good. The reason I have that big giant jug that mm-hmm. I drink my water out of is in my car. Uh, the reason I have that is because it fits an entire blender yes. of beverage. And I would make it on the way to lacrosse or basketball games. And it was strawberry daiquiri with banana liqueur. And mm-hmm. then I developed a latex allergy in college. And now I can't use latex products. I also can't eat bananas or avocados because they're part of the latex family. I did not know that. Yes. That is a deep-seated mm-hmm. allergy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dolphin training stole bananas and avocados. Mm-mm. From me. Mm-mm. 
Latex gloves. Wow. Uh, uh, Valentine's Day is next week. Yeah, I heard. Valentine's Day is next week. Um, Jean is Buster's New York cheesecake. That's her flavor. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. All ice cream sounds pretty good. (laughs) So uh, this young lady, Virginia Allen, wrote a society commentary. All right. Three reasons to get married. Okay. Before we read her three reasons, what are our three reasons for getting married? Hmm. And you guys can chime in. If you're getting married, what's a reason Bobby's for getting Publix married? Bobby's Chocolate Trinity. <laughs> no, no. Uh, That's Bobby, Bobby. good. It's uh, Haagen-Dazs chocolate, chocolate chip. Really, really All good. Right. Um, yes. So, my three reasons? Yes. Okay, well, I found the love of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, companionship and kids. Companionship and kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I will also uh, lead with, because I don't want to get in trouble if Darcy's listening. Yes, she was the love of my <laughs> life. I knew that I was never going to find anyone yeah. else as cool as her mm-hmm. to want to hang out with me. But we were also really good friends when we started dating. So we had friendship on our side. And then we both, uh, we, we wanted to form a family. We wanted yeah. to have kids and we wanted to do all those things. So that that was kind of ours mm-hmm. and our idea. So um, Virginia Allen, who... Um, she seems to be very nice. Also, she looks like she's 14. She does. In this picture. If she she's 30, she should keep this school. picture for a long time. <laughs> yep. She looks very, very, very young, right? Yes. Uh, you should only mar- marry for love and only if you cannot imagine me. That's pretty yep. much yes. I got gotcha. you. Yep. Melissa, Barbara Jean, yes to all of those. Okay. Yep. So, um, She's a senior news producer and podcast host for The Daily Signal. So she's a high school senior. She's a high school senior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's the co-host of The Desert and Problematic Women. How have you not been on that show? They have <laughs> How have you me. not been on that show? <laughs> you can me. send her an email. Entire books have been written to answer the question, why get married? As a man, we don't read that deeply. There's about maybe three paragraphs. Yeah. Yeah, and if it's not if it's not in those first three paragraphs, we're done, right? A whole book over why to get married. No. You need a pamphlet. An outline would probably work for men. <laughs> and I don't think we need a pamphlet. An outline's probably good. And no. a short outline at that. Don't make it two pages. All right. We'll lose track of what we were doing when we're reading the two pages. Um, so it's futile to think we can fully address the question. A few minutes, but if you've never asked yourself the point of marriage, uh, this is worth consideration. So uh, she says, talk to any happily married couple. They will tell you uh, marriage has humbled them, highlighted their weakness, and expanded their capacity to love. Yeah. See, when I read that, it's like, as a guy, we've learned to say, uh, I was wrong and I'm sorry. Well, I've learned to admit when I'm wrong with stuff as well. Mm -hmm. I've also learned to be a little introspective about where I'm at um, mentally and physically and emotionally and be like, I'm being crazy because I'm not in a good place right now. So please ignore everything I just said. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. No, no. I, I, but I mean, I wouldn't have had that realization had I not seen myself reflected in him mm-hmm. and realized, oh, I'm being insane right now. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, yeah, you do crazy things mm-hmm. when you fall in love. Crazy, crazy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, studies reported by the National Library of Medicine. Who knew we had one of those? But I'm sure it's worth National billions of Library dollars. Of yeah. Okay. I hope it's not a national thing. I hope it's just in the name. Find that married men are less likely to commit crime 
when married to women without a criminal record. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean if you're married to a woman with a criminal record? Does that mean you're more likely I to mean, commit a crime? <sighs> married to a woman without a crime, you're less likely. Okay, wouldn't it work the same way? Women who are married to men that are not committing crime are less likely to commit a crime? I don't know. I feel like that's just your partner holding you accountable. Uh, and children who have two parents, whether biological are less likely to live in poverty. That's all true. Yeah. According to our marriage, decreases alcohol use. That really is a happy marriage because I'm not sure the unhappy marriages decrease alcohol use. Well, I mean, unhappy marriages aren't typically unhappy immediately. And mm-hmm. so you have those years of drinking less because you're not out partying with the boys or partying with the ladies. Yep. And so it probably averages out over time. Okay. She says, with Valentine's Day around the corner, we dive into the purpose of marriage on this week's edition of Problematic Women. I might have to listen to that. <laughs> Are we going to do a Women's Wednesday with problematic uh, of course, women? Well, we should have Davey on that show, too. Of course, dating uh, comes Davey's with watching. Women, so we also offer our dating advice and share some highs and lows of modern dating. I think she's been listening to our show about modern advice since she started Problematic yeah. Women. I think Davey is, and I are, and you uh, are the entire thing. Davey, what flavor of ice cream are you? We had you at birthday cake. With sprinkles Mike and chocolate. Mike insists that and your birthday chick- cake and all the You're things. just always happy. Birthdays are always happy. That's Davey. Uh-huh. It's always happy. Yes. I think Davey chooses to be happy. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, there are lots of people that argue that happiness is a choice. And Dennis Prager has a whole book and a whole lecture series on how it's your moral responsibility to choose to be happy. I, I don't know that I could listen to Dennis Prager talking about happiness. No? I love Dennis Prager. Mm-hmm. And I think he says some great things. But he's he's interested me, but he's never made me happy listening to him. No? I've never laughed out loud listening I to Dennis Prager. I think there's a five-minute video. He can make his case in five minutes, and you can decide whether I'll the give him. Be. I'll give him two and a half. <laughs> I actually See, up. ladies, it's not just Taylor Swift he has no patience for. It's, it's also, a lot of people. It's also old men. Yes. So I was in the bookstore this weekend um, picking up some new novels, and I was walking through a section uh, on self-help. What? Just novels? All fiction? Yeah. The same stuff. Yeah. Okay. There was a series, Longmire, on TV. I bought a book on Longmire. Joe Pickett's a series. I've been reading that series. Um, The Gray Man series, and then there was one other um, that I bought, and I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I got, it was another, oh, it was The Terminal List. Terminal. Chris Pratt was in it, uh, season yeah. one. But I always like the books better than the series, mm-hmm. so I wanted to read the book before season two comes out. So just kind of, um, just kind of hang on up. Um, no, uh, but I, I was reading a book by Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. I picked it up. I started to read it. I looked at it, and I've watched so many videos of Jordan Peterson. To reading it in his voice. No, <laughs> I was disappointed that I was not as interesting in me reading him as me hearing him. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'll just, I don't do audiobooks, mm-hmm. but because I love his voice, I would get his audiobook for that and just listen to it because I could do that. He has a very distinctive voice. He's got, I love his tone and his inflection. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's awesome. And yeah, I'd rather listen to him than read him. Yeah. It's one of the few people I picked up the book and go, no, I'll just listen to that. Yeah. It'd be much better. Yeah. Has Davey put in a, a, an ice cream choice yet? Davey's Not holding yet. out. He's researching he might be ice cream. working. It is possible. I mean, he has... He might be in the middle of a spin class listening a spin to class us and spinning, and he just can't stop long enough to type. Yeah. 
That's probably He hopped it. in to give us a view. Uh, I love it when my friends call me in the middle of the podcast. Is that one of your friends that didn't so respond it is, about coming on? No, it's one of my <laughs> surf buddies. And uh, there's going to be waves here this weekend, but it's going to be cold here. So a trip south at some point in time, either tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday, mm-hmm. is going to be warmer waves. And so we're talking about, hey, let's let's go surf. Yeah. So all day long, my phone has been blowing up about what time we should leave and what day we should leave and who's got what work commitment and who can't go on Saturday and who mm-hmm. can't go on Sunday. And so it's like <sighs> organizing troop movements? No, that would be so much easier. <laughs> would be so much easier. Yeah. In fact, I am going to go stop by the animal shelter and pick up a herd of cats because that would be easier. Because everybody's going to want to leave at a different time. Everyone's going to come home at a different time. Does everyone have their own vehicle? Well, that would be a waste of gas. (laughs) So, no, we'll all figure this out, but it is going to be a painful figuring it out process. Yeah. I'm I'm laughing hysterically over this entire thing. Because some people are like, Saturday's better. Some people are like, I'm leaving tomorrow. Which some of us that have to work, like me, are going to tell us what it was like. Have yeah. fun. Some people like, let's go Sunday. Other people, I can't go Sunday. I, go I, have, get church. You keep telling I have church on Sunday. Yep. So anyway, uh, we will figure all of that out. Um, but uh, a herd of cats. Yeah, I don't know. A colony of cats? No, nah, it's a good question, Rebecca, because we've done every a pride of cats. No, it's a pride of lions, but I don't know. It's always just I've heard herding cats. So I would go get a herd of cats to herd. That's what I was thinking. Because that's almost impossible. Oh, my gosh. One of the smartest guys in the world is coming in the studio right now. I say that and one of your outfits is disgusting. The other one is completely appropriate. I love the Saints hat. We'll leave it at that. I love the Saints hat. That is the most amazing hat ever. Blake needs in. All right, so Blake, uh, there he is. Welcome to the show. Love. Oh, I'm the so glad the camera mama. was on you, yes. so everyone absolutely yes. knew that was you. Yes, wasn't me. So, what events for Flagler are you setting up for tomorrow? What's Flagler got on the docket tomorrow that people could go see? So, so, so all this weekend uh, we're having the Old Coast Classic. So. So it's so it's eleven games total. Four tomorrow, four tomorrow, five Friday, and then and then a doubleheader Sunday. Uh, Baseball, softball. I was so close. I'm sorry. <laughs> had nine players. I'm so happy, and it's on a it's on a diamond. Yeah, yeah. So 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 so, so we have that going, but we do also have baseball as well. Uh, uh, three three games this weekend. One okay. uh, one tomorrow. Two uh, doubleheader on Saturday against St. Leo. Yep. Plus, plus us on Saturday, we also have a a basketball doubleheader, a women's basketball at one thirty, men's at three thirty. Basketball on Saturday. Yes. Cool. It is a clouder of cats. Yes, it is a. Clouder we have the of smartest cats. audience anywhere. A clouder of cats. Did you well, know that? There's actually more than one. Oh boy. There's clouder, clutter, pounce, cluster, and glaring. A pounce of cats. A pounce of cats. I like that so one better. You've got five options for okay. your collective noun for cats. Uh, were you listening to the podcast on the way in? We talked about Pete and Peta's um, <laughs> collaboration to get rid of carousels. Yeah. Wow. I know. People go to no lengths to get rid of this carousel coming to St. Augustine. I know. Some, yes. some, so, some of us, someone must really hate this thing. Someone must really hate a carousel to the, come in with Peta to get rid of carousels guess. all over the world. Just to stop one in St. Augustine. 
guest uh, carousel gods, gods, gods weren't, weren't happy with this person, and then now he's very sick and it has to stay home. <laughs> yes. mm. I like a pouncing. That's what it was. Yes. I love It's the Dobbs demon making him sick because the Dobbs demon wants the carousel back. Oh, that's a very good I that's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very good idea. And Pete, we miss you. We do miss you. We do. If you wanted a week off, Feel just, say, <laughs> just say just say you want a week off, Pete. That's all for, you gotta do. I just would like a week for, off. For, for, for monetary person for monetary purposes, I do miss Pete being in studio. <laughs> Are you wow. making money off of Pete? Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> a love of ladybugs. Mm-hmm. Right, so okay. All right. <laughs> I guess we're getting ready for trivia. <laughs> we're getting ready for trivia. Okay. We are getting ready for trivia. We, we right. are 100%. Blake, uh, everyone else has had to answer this question this week. Mm-hmm. Niners or the Taylor Swifties? Who do you got? The referees. You're going with the referees. <sighs> if, if, if I had to pick one, I'll, I'll probably say the 49ers. So I picked the 49ers last night at our family dinner. There were eight people there. Um, there was me with the 49ers. There were four picks for the Chiefs, and there were three picks for Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even know she was playing, but yes, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Okay, so I just looked it up because someone mentioned ladybugs. The collective noun for ladybugs is a loveliness. Mm. A loveliness of ladybugs. That was one of our fav- my favorite trivia days is all the names of groups of animals. Oh, the collective names. Oh, it was awesome. It was Oof. so good. It's a lot. So very, very good. All right, are you guys ready for trivia? Yes. Good luck. Are you really ready for trivia? I'm we jealous. can get rid of all of this junk that we've been doing. We won't even talk about the Supreme Court in Colorado. We'll leave that alone. Yeah. I'll give you the day off, mostly because Amanda doesn't want to argue with you today. I don't have the voice for it. No. Oh, she just thought. It's good. <laughs> Blake doesn't have the patience for it today, and it's mm-hmm. it's close to Friday. It is Friday I for us because it's our last day. All right, so Home Depot has begun selling and a Scottish artifact. A Scottish a artifact. A Scottish artifact. You can buy this at Home Depot. What Scottish artifact has Home Depot started to sell? Me first. Yes. Pete. Pete. P-E-A-T. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say a Thistle or a thistle. Thistle. Those are both phenomenal answers. <laughs> however, no, we're wrong. However, Walmart has started selling a Claremore's? stainless steel William Wallace medieval sword with sheath. It's a Claremore. It's a. It's the giant sword that William Wallace used. All right, freedom. Which, which I thought, man, this is <laughs> awesome. So I went and looked them up, and they were sold out. I bet. Right? They probably had six of them. So how much money were they selling this massive Scottish sword for Blake Blevins? It's Home Depot. What were they selling the sword for? Ooh, I, I, I'm going to say 60 bucks. Mm, I've looked at non-conventional things on Home Depot, and they're usually pretty pricey. So I'm going to say, um, I'll just say $61 because I think it's more like 100 <laughs> Forty nine ninety eight. Oh man! On sale from fifty eight thirty three. You were so close. <laughs> no, he was close. I was, I was still close anyway. Yeah. Well, you had sixty, right? Didn't you say sixty one? So I so I said sixty. She said sixty one. Yeah. Blake would have been good. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So for forty nine dollars, you can buy a William Wallace sword. Their furniture is so expensive. 
Yeah. Well, that's what I was basing their pricing off of. For well, you can get on Amazon. You can get for twice as much on Home Depot.com. Okay. <laughs> but, you, but you have to sell, uh, but, 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 the, but the quality on Amazon is much more worse, though, than uh, Home Depot. I'm, I'm guessing the quality is about the same. All right. He doesn't agree. I don't know. Right. All right, just I next question. What else is new? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't buy a lot at Home Depot, but yeah. I don't buy furniture there. Um, I just Darcy buys the furniture. She. I don't even know where it comes from. It just magically appears in the house, like her rag and bone jeans. Yes. Well, no. Those I, those I knew about. Those I didn't know about. Uh, Democrats have historically held a registration lead in the state of Florida. Mm including 328,000 more registered Democrats than Republicans in 2016 and 134,000 more Democrats than Republicans in 2020. What is the current advantage held by which party in the state of Florida as of right now? So is it a two-part question? Which party has the advantage? Which party has the advantage and and by how many? So let's do which party first. Okay. Amanda? You're asking the question, so I'm assuming it's Republican. It is Republican. <laughs> you both so get a point. Mad. All right. So, Blake, how many more Republicans than Democrats are registered currently in the state of Florida? Plus 300,000. Plus 300,000? I'm going to say plus 299. Plus 800,000. Dang. That's a Republicans lot. Republicans <laughs> now have an 800,000. Is that kind of saying you're right, but... It's so much more. I've never seen Blake cry over a right answer before, but he might on this one. This one hurt a little bit. Just dug deep down in there. So and just what does that Blake. swing then from one election to the other? Well, it's uh, from 2020 to this one. It's almost a million votes. It's 934,000 votes. Wow. Change because you had 134 more Democrats. And now you have 800,000 more parties. That's 934,000. Yeah. Add the two together and go, wow. Go, wow. All right. Um, I did find a map that had w- what states. They came th- from? They're equal. Um, what country around the world's economy was the same size as a state of the United States? Okay. So we're so comparing we countries about, to states? Yeah. Like Canada was California. Canada has the okay. same um, uh Wait a minute, I'm sorry, population. I'm sorry, I was like, right. So Wait, population. population. I'm sorry. So Canada has the same population as California. Okay. Right? So the United States ranks the third most popular. I'm sorry, I was doing economies and its populations. Okay. It's math, but it wasn't good math for me. Um, so what country has the same population as Florida? What country what has, country the, has same the same population as Florida? Hmm. Let's say Australia. I'm going to say <clears throat> Germany. Mm-hmm. Taiwan. Taiwan. It's a lot of people to be on Taiwan. Well, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Does, does China consider Taiwan a, a country, I was though? Say. <laughs> oh, God. We've just stepped in it now. <laughs> Are we going by what other countries consider as a country or what? <laughs> so, good man, you guys. I mean, this talk about jumping in the weeds. Holy cow. I'm sorry I brought that up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys are killing me. <laughs> Absolutely killing me. That's what we're here for, right? <laughs> I know. We're going to skip off of that one. 
I'm leaving that one before I cause another international <laughs> incident. You're going to be talking in Chinese. I do not need John another inter- international incident. I'm not going to be like John Cena apologize for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the weakest big man apology I've ever seen in my life. That was a moment. I watched that and I thought, Seriously, where's Chuck Norris to backhand you right now? That was proof that uh, wrestling is acting. <laughs> it is fake. <laughs> well, I don't think he was acting in that one, which made it even worse. Mm-hmm. I was like wanting the Iron Sheik to come out and just wrap him on top of the head. <laughs> the Anybody. Somebody. Okay. Anybody. Okay. To, uh, uh, I actually, Undertaker showed up in Saudi Arabia to uh, uh, um, to present like some. I know. He, so yeah, he actually showed up to Saudi Arabia to uh, to present like a trophy to like two uh, to uh, uh, Saudi uh, Saudi soccer teams. What year? This you just today. Yeah. The Undertaker's still alive. I thought he was. Yes, dead. <laughs> he's still alive. But Barbara Jean wants to flip California and Canada. Barbara Jean, I don't want to just like break this to you. No one would notice the difference. <laughs> No one would notice the difference. Oh yeah, yeah. My surf points. Which well, I don't know that it would if you traded the population for one for the other, the only thing that would change is the accent. Yeah, they might be nicer. Socialized medicine, the whole nine yards. They might it's be all the same. All right, so the world's energy mix. Right, what is the number one type of energy that is burned around the world, creating energy? Okay, who's first? Me. Um, mm. so, so so it does have to be like place specific, so so I can't really say. So we know it's not green because we're burning. Yes. It, th- renewables uh, is in here. Okay, it, okay, renewables oh, oh. is an option. But not number one. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to say natural gas. Natural gas? That's a really good guess. Um, is that you? Is your volume just popped up? <laughs> no, my uh, somebody texted me and it, my watch vibrated. Um, Lucky me. Hmm. I think natural gas is a good one. But I'm going to be contrarian and say coal. Coal is the number one <sighs> thing that we use to create energy. Coal is 36% yeah. of the energy mix. Natural gas is 23%. Nuclear is 9.8. Oil is 2.5. Mm-hmm. What is renewables, Blake? What percentage? If you did the math and added all those up, you've got a chance. I'm going to say, what's renewable? Renewables amount to how much? What percentage of uh, the world's energy mix? From, 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 from all that? or Just from whatever it's out of 100, what percentage points is renewable? 2%. Mm, I am going to say 1.9. 28%, which I was shocked by. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, I, I was. But then there's Germany. Then there's Germany. Yeah. Uh, nuclear, like I said, was only 9.8. Yeah. Oil is is two and a half. I think most oil goes to, to cars I and was gas lower and, than him, so I didn't get that point. No, you didn't. Nope. Nope. Blake is crushing you. Well, but, 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 but doesn't she get the coal point? I got the coal point. Did you mark down the coal point? I did now. Go. Man, right. it's a good thing you guys are go. keeping scored it out. Hey, hey, hey. I I, I, I have Asperger's, man. I I, 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 don't, I don't forget stuff uh, sometimes. Which is why it's such a pleasure to go against you in trivia. <laughs> Plus, so, How uh, many attempted landings on the moon have men tried? Has man tried? 
Different countries, the United States being one of them, but how okay, are many? Are we counting from the launch pad or are we counting? We're counting we from landing on the moon. There are a total of how many landing attempts ever made? On the moon? On the moon. Some of them were not manned. Some of them were just. Okay, so these are. Lunar landers that they were trying to get to the moon. Did they, how many of them did they attempt? How many attempts? From the point of takeoff? From from leaving Earth okay. to getting to the moon, how many? You're making this far more complicated than it has to be. Well, I mean... No, we're not talking about the ones in the boardroom that got aborted there. Just the ones that left the Earth's atmosphere and trying, tried to land on the that's moon. That's what I was trying to figure out. The ones yes. that actually made it through the atmosphere? Yes. Okay. Well, that's a whole different number. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 12. I think it's low. So, so, so this includes like unmanned missions, like like Correct. like satellites as uh, well. Unmanned missions as well. People trying to just land on the and, moon. Well, that wouldn't be satellites because they're attempting true. to land. True. True. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. So, like lunar landers are, is what I said. See, this is a much more complicated question than you're giving mm-hmm. us credit for. Okay. Um. Um. Twenty-eight. Fifty-two. Look at you. Fifty-two attempts. Right. What percent were successful? <sighs> Here first. 69%. <laughs> the standard go-to answer here. Utah would be the next answer if Pete was here. Um, I'm going to say 68%. Uh, 42%. See, I finally got a 42%. <laughs> so um, the United States made 17 attempts, right. of which 11 were successful. The Soviet Union made 27 attempts. Amanda, how many of those were successful? Well, I should know based on the math, but I don't remember what the answer was because I'm on a lot of medicine. <laughs> the drugs have kicked I'm in just for the wrong right reason today. Um, I don't know. Tell me. 27 attempts. How many do you think they made successfully? Just pick a number from Six. 1 to 27. I think three. But please don't pick 27 because that's... It's, Three. Three. Blake? Okay, so they made more attempts. They made more attempts in the United States. How many? But, but, but it needs to be like extremely unsuccessful because you can at least tell me. I, 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 I'm at least going to say eight. Seven. Seven it. was the answer, which is. I'm trying to figure out where they got the money to launch a rock at the moon 27 times. It they can't have been a very. People. It can't have been a very successful. Yeah. With all the money they laundered from their people, I mean. Yeah. After the space race, the end of the space race, there were no more moon landing attempts made for almost four decades. In the last decade, there were a total of eight attempts, with four being successful: three from China and one from India. All right. Yep. Jamaica does not have one launched yet. Not yet. But if we put it in the Olympics, they will. Yes. All right, Blake, are you up first on this one? I, uh, yeah, you are. Right. Yes. The Texas oil and natural gas industry paid how much in state and local taxes in the year 2023? Raw Ju- dollar amount? Just Raw state. dollar amount. How much do they pay in state and local taxes? The Texas oil and natural gas industry paid how much in taxes in 2023? <laughs> this is... This this is, feels like a, a trick a trick question because because I know I don't know I know Texas is very like friendly to oil. Mm-hmm. Zero. 
Um, one. <laughs> that might have been the easiest guess in the history. In the history of trivia on this show. Because it's, I mean, if you had said negative zero, I was walking out. I was done for the day. I'm not that medicated. <laughs> I know that people out there think that Texas is a very friendly business environment, and it is. But more the federal government country. hates oil. But everybody wants a, a, a slice of the, the money, mm -hmm. right? So there's a lot of um, wells and stuff. And so Texas paid, Texas was paid $26.3 billion. <laughs> With a B, billion dollars in state and local taxes. Well, twenty-three. I feel better about what my guess would have been if billion. I would have gone first, or if he had said anything other than zero, which would have been a billion. I still would have got that. Yes. <laughs> but it's like that's evil. Oil industry pays nothing, and I'm going to prove it. I'm going to get this answer right. Uh, Barbara Jean had under a hundred dollars. Twenty-six point three billion dollars. Yeah. If you actually look at the Billion. breakdown for what you're paying at the pump and what goes to the state and what goes to the federal government versus what goes to the oil company, um, the oil companies make very little off of what you're paying at the pump. The oil company does all the work, mm -hmm. gets all the blame. Yep. The federal government gets a big chunk of change. And they're the favorite punching bag of everybody. Yes. So. Yep. But they make a fraction, a tiny fraction. Why are you looking at me, Amanda? I'm just looking at the people yeah. in the so, room. <laughs> so, so, so you're saying that I punch the corporation? Like, no. Chevron, bad, boom, Shell, bad, boom. No. Okay. I didn't say that. You sound more and more I like Trump every day. to the people in the room. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Construction. Oh, man. My favorite. So which, which type of the following construction, right? I'm going to give you four uh -huh. or five things. Had the highest increase year over year. Okay, which type had which the highest increase? Which type had the highest increase year, year over year? So construction projects dollars went up from 2022 to 2023, year mm -hmm. over year. So which one? Private residential, non-residential, manufacturing, highways and streets, power, education, healthcare, transportation, offices, or commercial? So many categories. I Jeez. know. You want me to read them again? Um, yeah. Private residential, non-residential, manufacturing, highway and street, power, education, healthcare, transportation, office, and commercial. I think healthcare. I'm going to say manufacturing. Mm, private uh, private uh, construction. So private residential was 7%. Okay. Healthcare was 14% increase. Manufacturing was a 61% Wow, that was the increase. one I was like, it's definitely not manufacturing because we don't build anything here. <laughs> I'm kidding because you were the closest on the closest. percentages. Right. So 61% increase in manufacturing. And I, I'm convinced that manufacturers, after that thing that happened in 2020 that we're not allowed to talk about, have decided to bring as much manufacturing back to the United States as possible. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, when it... Tankers of American manufactured goods that mm -hmm. were manufactured overseas are confiscated yep. en route, like literally turned around in the ocean. It seems smart business to just, especially with what's mm -hmm. going on in the world, right. to make more things here. Yes. Um, all right. So construction union membership. What percentage of the total construction workforce is union? What percentage? What is percentage union? is union? I think it's me now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, You're only up one, too, so don't answer the wrong thing. You're going to blow this. We'll have to go to sudden death. 53%. 53%. I don't think that's a bad guess. Um, Do my damn team serves. So lazy. Oh, man. <laughs> so controversial. <laughs> now you're not allowed to vote for Bernie or any. <laughs> Did Blake just come out as a Republican? I told you he's sounding more and more like Donald Trump every show. Every show. um, Damn you, Mike. (laughs) I have a terrible influence on people. Ask your dad. I'm going to go with the optimistic answer. Actually, I'm ahead. No, am I? You're down. You're down. You had to to go for it. I need to send it into overtime. Come on, Taylor Swift. Throw the bomb to Kelsey. Say 52%. What did you say? 53. Uh, Just out of sheer luck. Uh, 10.7%. <laughs> 10.7. There's not enough Teamsters out there anymore, Blake. All right, we have suddenly rallied into sudden death. <laughs> to sudden Staple death. wins again. <laughs> uh-huh. No. Uh, Why did I say zero? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and let's see. What are we? Yeah, zero was the answer that, that led it all, that got you. That was just one point. Yep. Well, hang on. We're got, I still have... I got five other points that weren't the zero. Point. I know. I, I know. I know. Uh, where are we going to go here to get sudden death? Okay. U.S. home sales were down last year. Okay. How many years back do you have to go? They were the lowest in X number of years. So how many years ago to get how low home sales were in 2023? Um, so how far back do you have to go historically to have a year that had the same amount of home sales? It was off I'm by a bit. Gonna say 2008. So what's that? 15 years? I'm going uh, What just happened? What just happened? What did you do? I don't know. Why did you trigger the went, sound? My computer just went. Is that who's spying on us? Oh my gosh! <laughs> my, you, my computer went to sleep and my sound came on. I'm glad. I'm glad you're the technical genius on this show. That's never happened before. I can't make black. that happen. Can you make that happen, Blake? No, I my can't make it happen. Went black and then it changed my volume yes. setting. All right. in the world? CCP over here. Right. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, NSA. You had 15 years? I had 15 years. 16 years. The correct answer, and for the win, one Blake Blevins retains his title. 28 years. You have to go back to 1995's recession. You redeemed your zero. To get there. You redeemed (laughs) the zero on the last question. Blake, what's on Bollocks tonight? People want to know. Why? Okay. All right, uh, box night is Super Bowl story, so so it's just gonna be Lenny and I tonight. Uh, my dad's at the comic concert uh, down at Fort Mose. Nice. Cool, there is. We just talked about that. Yeah, we announced that today. Thanks to because Jackie Hurst Calendar. Amazing calendar. Yes, yes. She's not even paying me to say that seventeen times a show. Yeah. I just think it's really nice that she dropped mm-hmm. herself a calendar. Did I put? I so put little things in life. Here, let me make sure I get it in the comments. Yeah, make sure you send this to NSA so they no, get it I uploaded. Did. I okay, put it in the comments. Good. They'll want to know. That's good, because if I do something on my computer, it's going to change my volume settings again. Yes. All right, Blake, good luck on Bollocks tonight. Thank you. Good luck at the softball tournament. Old Coast Coast Classic. The Old Coast Classic, right? And the baseball games and the doubleheader and basketball. Flagler, you guys go check out a game. If you're from St. John's County, it's all free. Yep. You live here, it's free to go watch your home team. So go watch Mm -hmm. them. Amanda, I hope that you continue to get better this weekend. 
Uh, for all of you out there rooting for Taylor Swift, I wish you the best this weekend. <laughs> Rock on. Those other two teams, eh. All right, you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye.